0: So the biggest illusion that we incarnate into this life form is that we are separate from God, from source, from spirit. And although that may sound far-fetched, it truly is the big awareness and awakening that is happening in all of us, but difficult to integrate and embody if we are still identifying with our stories of trauma, of separation, betrayal of all of these different things that are part of also the human experience. So remember the term mind is actually used to represent the acti- activating engine of spirit. And we've been talking about this week about how important it is to integrate spiritual healing during this especially week where we have this once in a lifetime rare trans- planetary transit of uh, Jupiter, Neptune and Pisces. So today we're going to actually learn how to do the inner work. We're going to follow up what we've been discussing this week on the Sovereign Woman podcast with the medicina. I call it <clears throat> the medicine, which is opening up the medicine cabinet within. As I'll be sharing with you today, the very sacred sound frequency mantra of Waje Guru and how you can use this for spiritual healing. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. Satnam, beautiful goddesses. Happy, happy Wednesday to all of you. And welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement podcast, where we believe all women can holistically self-heal body, mind, and spirit with my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga Therapy and, of course, a miracle spiritual psychotherapy. And welcome to our movement of women reclaiming their sovereignty in all areas of their life. So I'm really loving this uh, format where on Mondays, like I've shared with you all, I share with you a uh, uh, spiritual psychotherapy. I call it uh, Psychotherapy on Steroids Lesson from A Course in Miracles and then we follow that up with Wednesday uh, actual meditation to support that. This way you'll really get to experience my SWC method and how I combine both in as it relates to healing and not only healing because we have to really also understand that healing is not like our purpose our purpose is is living our purpose is being so you do get to a point where you're able to use this work the inner work to evolve your consciousness to manifest right to co-create a beautiful world that you can experience while in the physical vessel and that's really becoming really apparent especially this week because how many of you have felt this intense energy that we've been feeling, especially this week? And I don't mean intense, meaning it has to be bad. It just feels like there's a lot of change, right? Like all I have been seeing around my backyard, I mean, to the point where I was telling the women in my community, that there are hundreds probably of caterpillars that decided to make their home in my backyard and it's gotten to the point where the caterpillars because i love working in my backyard you'll usually like find me on a pillow on the on the grass or like on my lawn on my furniture from my backyard like i'm just enjoying we have wind chimes back there and the wind just like blows them. So that's like my music all day. And now the caterpillars are even coming out of like the plants and they're like finding me in my chair. They're making cocoons and like even like in my a barbecue area and my tables. We found one the other day and my husband had left a, a, a backyard like blower on the side. Well, we found a caterpillar had actually made a cocoon there and now is getting ready to move into the metamorphosis, right? And that's how I want you all to feel about this energy. Yes, this Jupiter in Neptune transit conjunct Pisces, it only happens every 165, 166 years. Very powerful because it changes humanity but it's not like a one day thing I mean this is energy that carries through especially as this planet as these planets stay in Pisces for at least the next month so what that means is that we have to kind of look at what has happened in the past like I was sharing with my community how this type of energy you know like back in hundreds of years ago when Galileo was alive He's a famous astronomer who a lot of people believe he actually invented the telescope, but he actually didn't. He, he perfected it. And he was somebody who studied Jupiter a lot. And he actually lived through a Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. But at that point, he couldn't really understand what it was. He just knew it was something very New, different, that nothing had been experienced like that before. And we have to think about what was happening during that time. Galileo got put into jail for the rest of his life from uh, by the Roman Catholic Church because he said something that at that point was considered blasphemy to be said. And what he said was that the earth is not the center of the universe, that the sun is the center of the universe and that we revolve around the sun and that was like considered blasphemy because the roman catholic church said well that's not what the bible says so now you are creating new beliefs in the in the minds of humanity which puts us as liars and so he got sent to jail for that but that created a revolution and a renaissance in how we experience the world same thing with the types of energy right now i mean yes the ability to manifest your biggest wildest dreams because you're so supported by this creative mystical energy to manifest but you have to understand that it's like the caterpillar and that was like the big message that i received i mean seeing caterpillars is an amazing sign of good luck it's a sign of prosperity of health but it's also a sign of trusting the process and surrendering and i was meditating on on the Uh, caterpillar like I looked at the caterpillar just walk through the backyard and get closer and closer to me and I was just like staring at it and the caterpillar was like focused the caterpillar seemed to be being called by something bigger than itself and it kind of knew its purpose and as it was creating the cocoon it was very like mindful and it was in rhythmic and uh, patterns with nature, trusting the entire process. And even when he enters the cocoon, that's a, a complete state of surrender. And that's how this energy is. It's like, we are setting these intentions, these visions for our life, right? And now we're this caterpillar that has to enter the cocoon trust the process and understand that the manifestations in the 3d will happen as we also align with those thoughts meaning the only thing we have to do is neutralize the mind right and that's one of the things that we did last night and in, in my community you know we had this really beautiful meditation that we practice that not only works on the positive mind but that also was one that Christ himself practiced, Jesus Christ way back because Kundalini Yoga is a science of energy and Kundalini Yoga came before religion. So many of the meditations and mantras and work that we do with Kundalini Yoga have been practiced by great spiritual masters like Jesus Christ, like Buddha. And so we practiced this meditation yesterday specifically because we are now using the energy that's upon us with our own inner work, our own meditation energy work to change our thoughts, feelings, and emotions so that we can manifest and align with those visions. Because if you don't do that, then you're gonna be on those same patterns of, I don't believe in myself, I'm not worthy, things are always hard for me, you know, I ha- life is a struggle. Those are all patterns that we're constantly living under. And the only way to change the pattern is to introduce a new sound. And that's what we're talking about today, especially as it relates to this, the most powerful sound frequency in the science of Kundalini Yoga, which is Wa-He-Guru, which we'll be talking about today. So last thing I'll say about this energy is trust, surrender, keep that vision alive in your heart by showing up every day, expecting, expecting that you'll be surprised by the divinity. And the way to do that, ladies, is you got to keep that nervous system stable. You have that's another incredible benefit of the inner work. It's beyond healing. The pressures and demands of today's time in the information age are breaking down nervous systems. They're frying the brains of, of human beings. And we are not integrating these holistic ways to help us thrive, to help us go beyond the intellectual mind to really understanding our intuition our emotions and our creativity so that we can actually deliver our dharma and deliver our, our purpose with ease. And there will be stress, but you'll have the tools to process that stress, which makes it a big, big difference. Grace says, resonating, considering career changes after 15 years during this moon. That's actually a big, huge, huge uh, theme for a lot of people. We might What you might wanna do, Grace, I highly uh, suggest you, you pull, your astrological chart, and you can do that online anywhere for free, and uh, see where this ne- uh, Jupiter and Neptune actually sit in your chart. Because based on the house that they're sitting in, they that will tell you if maybe perhaps you are working on career. It'll give you guidance as to like specifically for you how to use this energy. It's really really powerful, and actually it's in one of our uh, I believe in the last. One of the last classes I, we did, so you might wanna check that out as well. But if you need any help, feel free to DM me. But yeah, like there's big shifts of consciousness. And this is, I mean, how many people, I heard that millions of people actually quit like last year because they're just starting businesses they're starting their their dreams you know they're they're getting more clear with what they want and they're realizing that there is a lot of freedom out there that if you can align with that passion nothing can stop you we have the the tools we have this incredible resource known as social media it's all about just getting organized in the mind because we do have to learn how to execute it right into the into the world. So good luck to you, man. This is a really good time to set those intentions on and getting guidance and, and clarity in that. And Waheguru is perhaps a mantra that you can actually integrate because that's what we're talking about today specifically. Now, the the mantras, like one of the most important things to understand, because I think people take mantras like a lot of people when they hear that word, it's almost like <clears throat> it triggers like this new age kind of connotation of like, oh, it's mantra. Like, what does that really mean? So I like to really understand what it's doing to my physical body, what it's doing to my brain, what it's doing to my uh, mind and to my spirit. Because now we have so much scientific evidence as it relates to what actually it means to use this science of Kundalini Yoga. We have many universities that have studied many mantras uh, including like what we talked about last week, Sa-ta-na-ma, which has been studied by the University of UCLA and now is being studied at a broader level, just uh, to really try to understand how how impactful mantra and especially these sound frequencies are to our healing and to even one of the biggest problems that we have in today's society, which is Alzheimer's and dementia. Again, because we're a society that is consuming so much, we consume more information in one day than our ancestors consumed in their entire lifetime, less than 80 to hundred years ago. So our, we literally, our brains are feeling that, that, that uh, incredible push of stress. And this is where the, the brain health comes in. So repeating mantra, it literally restructures the patterns of the mind. It's almost like, remember what we talked about where trauma is created through sounds. Everything is created through sound. And I don't know if you knew, but sound actually travels faster than light. And so we have to introduce a new sound to create a new pattern in the subconscious mind. So when we think about sound, it's like using sound to create powerful energy, powerful energy that will change the pattern. That's why God, we're all realizing that we are not this body, we're this a spirit having this infinite experience. God doesn't judge. God doesn't sit on a chair and say you're good or you're bad. Everything is just a pattern in this holographic universe. So your patterns not only come from your karmas in this lifetime, which karma means action. To every karma, there's a reaction, but they come from ancestral patterns uh, from your great, 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 who knows, even way back, right? It's, it's called DNA. And it just continues to be a pattern until somebody breaks the pattern. And this is where many women, especially, are being called to break ancestral karmic patterns. They don't know it, and, but their ancestors are really guiding them, especially to this type of work. And so you're introducing a new sound to change the pattern in the subconscious mind, to change it in the DNA. So you change it at a cellular level as well. And also even at a genetic level. So you're changing in all areas pretty much. Now the result is you have this shift in consciousness, right? And so generally speaking, a mantra, what it does is it orients the mind. It, It helps neutralize it. And so you can live in the neutrality of life, emotional intelligence, because at a deeper level, what happens with mantra is what happens to the brain. Now, here's where we really need to understand, especially the one we're sharing. I'm sharing with you all today because it's very, very, very sacred. So basically, the universe is is a sound. And so because it is sound, as we introduce new sounds, everything changes structurally, right? And one of the things that we know with Kundalini Yoga is that the word nod, not, it means the essence of sound. So when you hear mantra, a lot of the times you hear nad in kundalini yoga as well. And now what this means is it, it shares the root word of nadi. And this describes literal energetic pathways in the body through which kundalini travels. What is kundalini? Kundalini is life force energy. So it's healing energy. These meridians become blocked. They become blocked through emotional trauma. And these meridians through specific sounds specific breath, we can actually allow the flow of energy to move through the system again. And that alleviates illnesses, especially physical illnesses. Specific meridians are associated with organs like the liver versus like the heart. So it's a science of energy where as you introduce a nod in the nod D's, which is a sound in the, in the uh, basically vibrational flow of energy you begin the healing journey, right? So it's like, a, I think, imagine the sound being like this flow of wave of kundalini healing energy that exists in you. That's within your system. It just hasn't been awakened because you haven't practiced kundalini yoga or meditation or Kriya yoga, right? So <clears throat> according to kundalini yoga, the physical yoga, what we do with meditation, and a lot of people just think like meditation or yoga is just physical. You know, many meditations are, are you know with your hands in a specific position that it's a science behind everything? But it meditation doesn't mean you go into a coma. <laughs> I mean, that's great. I mean, and especially with the meditation, mantra I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with you today, you might actually not go into a coma, but you might go into a state of bliss, of ecstasy. Because remember, we're doing spiritual healing right now with this mantra. So, what it does is that it prepares the channels and it opens them up so that you can really receive this sound and this healing. There's nothing more powerful than your own voice for healing. It's called vocal toning. So it's even more powerful if you're able to record the mantra under your sound and you play it and you actually hear, hear it if it's something that's silent and you're only supposed to be listening to it. The most powerful thing to do is actually chant it. But there are some meditations that call for you to just say it to yourself versus some that you actually say out loud. And there's a, there's a reason for that because they create a different result, a different energetic uh, imprint, right? So how does it work? Okay. So very easy to understand. We don't even have to have gone to like medical school, but we all have what is known as the limbic system, right? And this is a part of the brain that's involved in our behavioral and emotional responses. So what this is, is that think of it as like a bridge between your body and, and your thoughts pretty much. And so the key players are of this limbic system are three very important glands in your brain. Hypothalamus, the hypothalamus assesses the stress around you, the environment for dangers. If you are someone who's been through a lot of emotional trauma or physical trauma, this hypothalamus stops working. And so what it, the us is that because it doesn't get oxygen because it's still the energy hasn't been processed it still believes even if it happened to you as a child if you weren't able to heal it meaning allow yourself to process and ex- the experience then that hypothalamus starts stops working which means you your mind literally fools you into believing you're back in that traumatic experience even though you're not and your body starts to feel the sweats your your memories are triggered and that's because we haven't healed this guy right here and that's a little almond guy who's right at the middle of the brain the other thing that is controlled by the lymphic system is the pineal gland and the pituitary gland now the pituitary gland is the master gland it activates all of the other glands and when we have addiction to anything substances or anything else like netflix or whatever what what really is happening is that the pituitary gland and the pineal gland are no longer communicating because we've inserted a program, a habit, a thought system of energy that has now created another neural pathway that blocks the oxygen from the communication, which then creates the addiction. So when you chant, when you actually use the sound frequencies, and that's why Chanting mantra is, um, I don't even know how many times, I'm not comparing it, but like it's way more powerful than affirmations. Affirmations come from the English language. Many times, actually the English language was created to cover up a lot of like the true meaning of what scripture and many things are trying to teach us. Because mantra comes from the energy of science, these are specific sound frequencies that make a specific impact in the universe right that make a specific impact on the brain on the body and on the spirit right so with this with with this one with the lymphic system what happens is that by changing the sounds we create we change the chemicals and the secretions of the brain so your brains instead of giving a talk giving new toxic chemicals which it usually is if it's hasn't been healed it now is secreting wonderful self-healing chemicals. The pituitary gland starts working, the master gland, then the pineal gland starts working in the brain. And then mm. um, so does the, all three of them basically. So now your lymphic system is very, uh, it's in good health, meaning you're emotionally grounded, you're emotionally stable and you're doing this, you're changing that secretion by the sounds that you're repeating, mantra, Right. The other very important thing about mantra that we don't understand a lot of the times is that there are 84 meridian points on the upper palate of your mouth. Up here, crazy, huh? 84 different meridian points. Now, each strike of the tongue sends a neurochemical signal to the pituitary gland, the master gland. It's a specific sound that then sets a specific signal, right? So then the pituitary gland, which commands the pineal gland and the hypothalamus, it infects the entire glandular system. So now you have a body that is self-healing instead of intoxifying itself with the toxins of the glands that are not working. So that's where mantra, as you chant the specific tongue, touching these specific meridians, they create a specific, energy a specific medicine that's how I see it because I chant every single day and so today I'm going to share with you the one of the most beautiful and I would definitely say sacred mantras this mantra that I heard once that if you chant it 11 times it's actually more powerful it's 11,000 times I don't even know how that could be but 11,000 times more powerful than the mantra uh the sound of har and har is the sound of creation itself But this mantra that I'm sharing with you today is 11,000 times more powerful just by you chanting it once. This is how sacred the sound frequency is. And you have to remember, like back in the day, you had to train under a guru for a long time before they gave you access to these mantras. You had to be royalty. Like if you weren't royalty or, or you were in poverty, you were not allowed to learn these things. Many mantras, you had to go deep into the caves and find the yogis who had lived there for a long time to share these sound frequencies with you so that's how it became a science we're very it didn't i mean we it didn't become public until like 50 60 years ago that we had access to it so this is a crazy quantum leap in what we have access to, to change, to heal, but also to to uh, to change our, our consciousness and to, to change our destiny. And the reason I say this is because this is a very sacred mantra that I want you to take very seriously because it just does that. It creates a sense of ecstasy, of union with the divine, of self-realization. And we're talking about spiritual healing. The healing that I'm referring to is having a neutral mind, a controlled mind through meditation where you can step outside the stories you tell yourself of who you think you are, release the existential crisis and truly have communion, communication with something bigger than yourself that has always been guiding you. That's the big awakening, the Christ consciousness that's awakening in all of us. It's this voice that we are now, more and more of us are listening to and that through these sound frequencies, we can activate at a deep and deeper level and so the mantra is wa he guru wa he guru and it's a three part like separated sections and and it's there is no word for god like if we all try to come up with the word for actually god it doesn't exist this is probably the closest and it's because of the essence of what it feels like to be connected to this divinity wa And you really do say it like with this really open mouth, like, wow. And it's more like, wow, because that's what it means. It's like, wow. You know, like I am drunk in the divinity. Yogananda, a great uh, uh, spiritual master who also came from the East to the West. I mean, you could see it in his eyes. His eyes were like glazed and he was in constant communication with God, constant communication. And yes, that's actually accessible to all of us. And that doesn't mean that you now live in a cave and you don't have a business. Not at all. And quite in fact, that means that you're creative, that you're actually listening to your soul, that you're not afraid to be you, that you're out there actually delivering your, your life purpose. That's what it means to be spiritual. And remember, there's a, there's, a, there's a pathway in the brain that even turns on, which helps you avoid addiction and even suicide. So why is this exaltation of wow, you know? It's like, be still for just a moment and just really come into awareness of what a blessing it is to be breath, to be in the moment, to be, to know that you are not alone. Because remember the biggest illusion we have is we think we really are separate from source, from God. And then guru, well, guru, defines not somebody out there it's this divinity within us and it's like the whole mantra together is Guru. what it symbolizes is going from darkness to light to activating that wise teacher within and as you chant this what it does is that it does a specific stabilization of the nervous system it hits specific areas of the brain to bring you into this state of exaltation. If I could say that there's, I, you know, so many of the other Kundalini yoga mantras and meditations that we use, they're incredibly, because Kundalini yoga is the mother of awareness. So she makes us aware and self-aware. And a lot of people are very uncomfortable with that. And so it makes us face ourselves. But this one, this is one that you want if you need heart healing, if you need spiritual healing, if you're living through an existential crisis of maybe believing that you are alone and that life is not happening for you, that it's happening to you. If you've been especially in a repeating pattern of tragedy or toxicity, if it's been a series of dark night of the souls, this is the mantra that you want to practice. Now, you can chant it while Guru, as easy as chanting it 11 times per day. Like we all can do that, right? It's probably gonna take you 11 seconds. And if you wanna take this at a deeper, more with a deeper um, experience, then I would highly suggest that you practice the Guru meditation, which I'll show you how to do that one right now. It's very simple to do. And it is suggested that you do do it for 11 minutes. And then you practice it a minimum of 40 days, because what happens is that we've, uh, when they've done studies on the, on the brain, we now know that through Kundalini Yoga technology, the 40 day mark is where we've seen the, the structure of the brain start to change and literally heal. So like you go from a dry, you know, like uh, very like sp- not spongy looking brain to a vibrant spongy looking brain with blood. Running through it, that those those are the new neural pathways that are working. Because remember, I was talking about the lymphic system that is not working. So like, it just takes that commitment. Because one of the things about mantra is that it is jap, and and jap means repetition. Remember that sound frequency or program or thought that has been instilled in you that you're separate from God, that you're just the body, that you're your traumas or that you are all these other things that don't serve you they've been in the subconscious for a long time many times you know and i'm talking about like generations so be patient with the process and and do it without detachment but do stay consistent and commitment committed for a minimum of 40 days because remember the highest form of of self-worth actually is discipline the mind wants to tell us a little bit differently so with this meditation you're simply going to be sitting an easy pose the entire time and if you're even at the office you're there this is a great one to just sit on a chair keep your feet nice and planted on the floor remember we talked about uh, last week I do always cover my head and I cover my head because the energy we're working we talked about the meridians of the body right we're working with kundalini energy and the kundalini energy it comes from the the lower root chakra we have different actual um, vessels of energy that come from there there's the kundalini energy, which is healing energy, there's another um, uh, channel where uh, we have orgasm through, there's another channel, which we haven't even discovered the third and fourth one deeply, because one of them is where the spiritual master is activated, which is like the ability to then, you're in such synchronized state of body, mind, spirit, that you're able to actually create this vehicle a a vessel as 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 a vehicle to travel interdimensionally and this was done by great spiritual masters and you all we all have this power to do that by synchronizing our 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 body mind spirit connection and our emotions ultimately which is what we're doing and so as you're raising the kundalini energy you cover your head because then that energy travels right back but you can try it try it without covering your head and see Try a one-day covering and one-day without and see which one actually feels better for you. And always trust your experience more than anything else, right? And then the other thing is, remember, we always tune in with the Ari Mantra. And tuning in is just simply chanting Om Namu Gurudev Namo" three times. That's it. Chant it. You can take your time with it if you have the time to do three deep inhales through the nose, exhaling through the nose three times. And then on the third time, take your time with chanting on namo gurudev namo how you do everything is how you do everything so you know 11 minutes i don't think anyone is going to freak out with um, adding 11 minutes to their to their schedule or what they're doing throughout the day so then as you're tuning in that's where the meditation comes in now you're just going to be sitting in Gyan mudra now Gyan mudra everything we do in kundalini yoga has a purpose right And mudras in our hands, they activate specific meridian points in the brain. And gyan mudra is when you allow the Jupiter finger to touch the thumb and you point the other fingers just like this. This activates actually our inner wisdom and Jupiter expands and the thumb represents the ego. So it dissolves the ego and allows you to expand into your own inner wisdom. So it's very powerful what we do with the mudra as well. So then you 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 lay your hands on your knees very comfortably. Your, your spine is nice and straight. And this is a very simple meditation where you're going to close your eyes. And you're going to uh, focus that gaze to the middle of the forehead with your eyes closed. And what we're going to do is you're going to chant wa wahe, and you're going to move your head to the left. You're going to move your chin as much as possible over the shoulder. So it looks like this. Wahe. Guru Wahe 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 Guru So you're gonna continue that motion. And again, 11 minutes is what, what's recommended when you are done with your 11 minutes, you bring your hands to your heart space and just end with the satnam. So inhaling. Satna. And that locks and seals the meditation. Now, one of the things that I found with this meditation is that beyond the ecstasy and the bliss that you truly feel so if you're going through depression this is a really good one to help the heart like I said and keep you in that positive mind but the other thing about it is stepping outside those stories right and connecting to that infinite self the spirit and the last thing is what I noticed is that it actually opened up my communication abilities because I started to feel how I was opening up my throat chakra and think about it it's, it's literally is working on the thyroid as well as you're moving you know your neck side to side It's not just the sound frequency that you're chanting, right, that's hitting the specific meridian points in the brain, but now you're also exercising the throat chakra. And that then allows you to be a better communicator and to heal anything that's blocking your ability to communicate. And we do that also through that connection to the divinity, to something higher than ourselves. That's how we really bring spiritual healing. Remember, we're a society that kind of has been educated into the logical mind and not trusting our intuition. But through these sound frequencies like Wa hey, guru, we're taken out of that logical mind. Not that it's not powerful, but remember, if we forget how powerful our intuition is and how powerful it is to have hard coherence. Then we're not going to fully realize our potential and we're not going to bring the healing fully home. So wah, Hey Guru, I recommend that you especially if you haven't started a 40 day meditation practice, you start that today because we have that Jupiter, uh, Neptune and in, in Pisces conjunction that just happened yesterday and the energy is very, very potent for you to really connect to the higher self to divinity to God to get those downloads right if you're looking to change a career, if you're looking to get a new boyfriend, uh, get a divorce. If anything that's happening in your life, I think so many people are in such major crossroads that right now by integrating something like this, especially this sacred sound frequency, you'll be able to get a lot more clarity and stay in that vision and your destiny so that you're not distracted by the trillion things that are coming at us right now. To to keep us in this this illusionary matrix. Remember, it's not about escaping the matrix, it's about learning to become it. It's not that you are the universe. So as we learn to do that, it becomes more and more powerful. So yeah, Grace is probably, you're definitely feeling this, sister. These are major chapters that are closing. But how exciting, you know, to be able to, you're like the caterpillar for sure. And now here we are, you know, being able to, to jump into this new phase of your of your butterfly life. So enjoy this time of the cocoon. Enjoy this time of of going within and and being guided. And uh, Waheguru can help you so, so, so much with that, sister. There's no coincidence as to even why you're here with us today, right? Such an incredible time to be alive. I will tell you that for sure. (laughs) So that is Waheguru for you all today. And uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking about another aspect of holistic healing, body, mind, and spirit. Monday, like I said, we'll bring that uh, psychotherapy work. And Wednesday, we'll practice a meditation. Um, Sending you so much love, sister. And one of the things I will tell you is to go to the website, uh, go to the uh, podcast notes, and you will actually be able to download This week's meditation, as well as this week's psychotherapy lesson. So, you can practice that lesson. It's a beautiful one that reminds you of your infinite self. And also, if you're interested in working a little bit deeper with this type of work, uh, check out some of my training. There's a free masterclass that you can watch on what holistic healing is and what it does as it relates to ancestral karmic cycles. Or you can always download my free e guide, of course, which will give you a, a weekly mental health plan to help you transition through these very, very epic times where we're all, we're all going through the metamorphosis and we're all doing this together. So don't feel like you're alone for sure. We're, there's a community here that will always be here to assist you. Follow us on Instagram and our private group at Sovereign Women Movement and of course on Facebook as well. Thank you all so, so much for being here, Grace. I'm sending you so much love. You know how much I love you sister. And uh, know that of course there is, so much to look forward to especially when we clear out and close out chapters let's allow ourselves to truly be in the moment of this transitionary time by trusting and by remember that we always have the tools to support us on that love you so much be blessed everyone i will see you all again next week